And now, Rembert explains. Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to Rembert Explains Season 3. Season 2. <laughs> I got, I got really excited. This is I got really excited. Off to an awesome start. Season two. Yes. Episode three. I'm here with my friend, my colleague. Yeah. We work together. Yes. That's that's nice. You to had say. to sign me into the building, I but d- they kind of let me in with putting you as my supervisor. I'm your so. supervisor, so that's cool. Pablo Torre. Thank you for having me. ESPN Magazine. Yes. And television. ESPN's television. Yes. Um, I don't know if you've seen a show called Around the Horn. What's um, up, Woody Page? Woody Page. <laughs> I shout out Woody Page on all podcasts now. Shout out Woody Page. That's in my contract. Reality, I see you. Yeah. Yo, shout out to Reality. Dude. Talk about a guy who's had like a good like 12 months. He's a father. That's great. He ushered you through that Super Bowl party last year. That dude, I, I, I can't think of a more awesome first impression anyone's ever made than like, I was like so excited to meet. It was a very cinematic experience yeah. watching you guys embrace and then I believe at some point he got on the floor and did a pose as a matter of like a joke and everybody was just kind of all in on conversation at that point. He's the best and then I just he, he just like led me through this crowd. Right. <laughs> I was like reality you're incredible. He led us past Bow Wow and his security guards. Bow Wow was this is a year ago so this is in case no one's been up on their Super Bowl party knowledge. Bow Wow was the only person at that party that we could tell that had security like Armed, potentially armed guys standing in between him and the hoi polloi. There were more famous people there. Yeah, I mean, Ice T was like right next to him. Did not. Coco was there. Coco, Coco, was there. Coco. should have at least gotten something. But Bow Wow. Uh, yes. You know, Bow Wow is about to be the star of the next CSI franchise. One of the stars. I mean, like. Wait. I, the, I, <laughs> it's called. I feel like, I feel like the spreadsheet. On the CSI like computer should have generated that by now, so yeah. it's not surprising to me. Yeah. But at the same time, like, there are I'm, only so many permutations that right, can happen. Like right. eventually, like the, CBS CSI. Bow right, wow. the singularity is obviously like <clears throat> Kevin Hart is. <laughs> yeah. It's like CSI just Kevin Hart and he plays. But I I will watch that absolutely. You, I haven't even told you what it's called. No, CSI Cyber. Is it going to be internet themed? <laughs> oh my god. It looks incredible. Wait a minute. So is this how much footage of Bow Wow, like, typing at a computer is there going to be? How much footage is there going to be of him just saying, enhance? Enhance. The zoom in? The zoom in? Yes. And And then they just finally see the guy with the... He's just, like, making the bomb. Yeah, I feel like the budget, the special effects budget, is a really relevant consideration when you're making CSI Cyber starring Bow Wow. My thing is his... On his Instagram and his other various socials. I, I, don't even, I should follow him, obviously. He's really, like, been making a point of showing, like, behind-the-scenes ver- <laughs> like, footage of, like, him with, like, guns or, like, fancy what? things. It's like, th- like, he's like, this is me at a computer. Oh, man. Bow Wow at a computer, because he's not a little Bow Wow. He's like, I'm Bow right. No, No, he goes by Shad, because his birth name. So that's problematic for branding reasons, obviously. It's like, like, I don't want to watch that. I want to watch Bow Wow. Uh, so yeah, that's the thing that's happening in real life. Be- so, Bow wow. Thanks, Tony Reale is how we got. That's, that's how, how we, we got, got here. There. Uh, so yeah, I we are talking in the middle of All Star Weekend. Yeah, I guess I, I mean, 
By the time you see this, All Star Weekend it will be over, and, be over. We, and we will be dead. <laughs> so this is literally like the lost footage of how we. This is a, we are we burying in. a time capsule and assuming that I'm, posterity. You've well. you've been to other All Star games. Uh, yes. You were there last year in New Orleans? Were you there for that? No. Oh, so no, that, no. You know what, actually? That's on you. This is my first real All-Star. Really? I don't know why I said that. I was conflating <laughs> the Super Bowl. Because all of these things ultimately are basically, you know, social events that are actually yeah. networking events. Yeah. Unless, unless you're, like, a super famous person, in which case you're there to actually just have fun and be paid to have fun. Yeah. Other than that, it's a surprising number of guys, like, wearing suits. Yeah. Talking um, about deals. I'm not convinced that... Any of these events should ever be in New York. It feels like it's, I feel like part of the glory of All-Star Weekend or the Super Bowl, <clears throat> these sort of big industry sports events, it's that you, it's like a giant pop-up town. Yeah. And like everybody knows, it's like the Olympic Village, right? Like mm. People show up and you're expecting to see people on the street. New York's just a mess. And like, I don't know, there's like, you were telling me some stuff like that's happening behind like... Whatever the spades tournament was, what was? <laughs> there was a. I can't right now. I can't tell if I'm giving someone great promotion or like, <laughs> or like clowning Remember, them. This is already over. Whatever. <laughs> There's, I think the week before any of these massive events that become an intersection of like pop culture, brands, right. whatever you start. That's pretty much all you need in that sentence. Yeah, that covers brand, everything at this point. You start getting the emails, and yes. it's like the emails. And at first, it's just like parties that are just like nondescript things where it's like, I'm okay, like random bar in right. Midtown. I'm sure Lala and Carmela will come in for one minute and then Absolutely. leave. Absolutely. But every now and then, you get a email, and it's like, that is so wild. I can't even figure out how this happened. The one that happened last night that I was forced to miss – because I was with my Grantland crew right. doing a live podcast, doing your own VIP, <clears throat> doing our own thing. Event. By the way, we just we we tried to make a guest list for that, and I realized I never gave it to the person at the door. <laughs> <laughs> I found it in my pocket this so morning. So this is a line of people texting. I apologize. Yeah, that's. <laughs> it was a Dwayne Wade sponsored spades tournament in conjunction with the sock brand Stance that I think is like the official sock of the NBA. I mean, that's a license and trademark phrase. Official stock of the NBA. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> just spades. Like, I, I, like I, I saw the email. Like, I, yeah, I, I, I would have wanted to go to that. I did not know about it, but I would have wanted to. It go was the thing it. where I got it and I like dragged it to my like the All Star folder. I was like, wait, <laughs> wait, let me like read that one again. Did that say spades? I did not go. I got an email this morning saying that Beyonce came through, that Carmelo had a good quarterfinal showing, I think. <laughs> um, I, I forgot. Oh, no. Carmelo choked in the playoffs? I'm, I didn't tell you. Guess who got to the finals? Joe Button. What? <laughs> I yes. messed up. Like, I love y'all, Grantland, but like I should have been there last night. I know we were That's... celebrating. I messed up. I feel like that should have triggered... Again, speaking of like the algorithm, like the Grandland algorithm should have like been notified. Joe Button plus Beyonce for four seconds plus Spades plus Dwayne Wade plus equals like remember it calls Uber immediately. Right, it looks like an Uber is automatically sent to to the bar and picks you off the stage. I, I'm gonna like I don't regret hanging out with my team, but, but, like, but none of you are Joe Button. I'm sorry. Until we hire Joe Button, like that will always be that's a mistake. A, that's, that but that's like you know what that that's. That's like the perfect all-star name. 
It is. What, Joe Budden? Joe Budden. Yeah, you're right. It's That's like fair. Beyonce, like I've seen her like appearing in Instagram on like different events. Yeah. She was at Kanye's fashion Joe show. Joe Budden is like – this Olympic Village has unearthed Joe Budden for us. Like that's the gift. The the conversation I was having last night was about how I still felt like even though he no longer plays for the Knicks, this is like J.R. Smith weekend. It is. Have we seen him? I haven't seen him yet. I haven't. By I haven't the time heard. this podcast. <laughs> yeah, by the time. <laughs> we will be so prophetic in seeing that J.R. Smith owned Saturday I and Sunday. I bet this ends up being J.R. Smith weekend. Absolutely. I mean, he's. Has anybody more embodied what All Star Weekend is about? But it is a shame <laughs> that this, the All Star game did not happen here last year while he was a Nick. Absolutely. Like, I think actually maybe for like public safety, <laughs> like maybe they were like, Ooh, I, we got to wait till he's gone. Like J.R. Smith, there are so many events you could have him headline. Like, I mean, I can't think of one that he wouldn't. Like, I want to see like J.R. Smith up at like Sleep No More. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> have a J.R. Smith themed like dance, art, immersive, <laughs> experiential project. Yeah, which is also a spades tournament. Which is also there could be a spades tournament upstairs at that bar. That, uh, like, I I cannot wait. But he's here. We know. I mean, like, he's definitely we're assuming he's not that he's here. Any events he has, right? He like, like doesn't have a credential. Like a, he's like a week off. <laughs> oh yeah, he's, like, I can't wait. He probably still has his place. You know, oh, he yeah. has his guys. They didn't move to Cleveland. Did Jr.'s entourage move to Cleveland? I feel like that, I don't. I feel like that didn't make like maybe only forty of them. Maybe moved to they Cleveland. waited till All Star Weekend was over, and then they were like, Jr. were kind of out of the entourage. Wow, moving on because like that's that's real. They just maximizing their potential. Is there a uh, is there a an all star event that like sticks out like that that you've seen being advertised or something you've already been to? You were telling me something earlier. Yeah, I don't know if you, you want to. You could be very vague about a this certain this part. a certain sneaker company. I went to one real event last night, and you know what? I'm not going to say what night it is because maybe that'll be ambiguous hey. enough. It was there. I mean, thank you for having me. Event. <laughs> but at the same time, it was it was the sneaker launch. All these things, I feel like, by the way, are secretly sneaker or sock launches. Yeah. They're all associated in some way with, with one of those two things. Yeah. But uh, it was a certain NBA superstar's new shoe. And uh, the NBA superstar in question, you just realize that one of the branding problems he's going to have, again, in the spirit of J.R. Smith weekend. Yes. Right? You go into these things, at least I do, expecting... The, the spirit of J.R. Smith. And he was basically the opposite of J.R. Smith. You know, in terms of temperament, in yes. terms of who his friends might be, in yeah. terms of how the people on the stage reacted when said friend rapped, I assume, <laughs> in some sort of bar mitzvah-esque family kind of scenario. and uh, It just didn't work. Yeah, I mean, I hadn't seen guys on the stage turn their backs to that, the audience and really, then leave. That's really rough. That was... I felt... Bad for everybody. Um, I can't believe we made it like ten minutes into this podcast without me acknowledging your T-shirt. Yeah, yeah one of one of the I think like the earliest things Pablo and I bonded over years ago was our joint love for Lame Man. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think it happened. How over did it email happen? first? But then I saw you out at a bar one time when I wasn't expecting <laughs> to see you. Yeah. And I was wearing this shirt, and and I think that's sort of... Yeah. And that's when you first extended the invitation to come on this podcast. The second invitation came, 
like a week or so ago when you said, I dare you to come on my podcast tomorrow. Yeah. I replied. That's how you wrangle people in. It's just like, I bet you won't. I counter-dared with a specific time slot. <laughs> which was early. At, which was early, at which point we just stopped emailing each other, and then we revived it. Yeah. And now I'm here with, with the shirt. And So what is your – wait, so I think I remember seeing that. Were you in a school production okay, of Les so I, I don't know if that first time I was even wearing this, but I still have my high school – Right, that's what it was, yeah. Miz, like, like, I think it's 2003. Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, T-shirt. And I wear it all the time. I, 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 you may or may not be like on the like the weekly or biweekly rotation yeah, on that shirt. Biweekly is probably. Uh, I rock it about once a month, but I just like the world to know about my love for Les Mis and how I saw it on Broadway for the first time like a month ago. What? I never seen it. Oh my I god! Never, I was a mess. So wait a minute. I'm trying to think of what the parallel is to loving something so much. Then this is like, you know what this is like? This is like that Korean. Kansas City Royals fan <laughs> who they all like summoned to America to witness the playoff run but he had never like actually seen the thing he was obsessed with That's, it's exactly like I mean I was it was That's so big. fun being in it like that what was, that was my like I, I got to hold on wait, to like the best week of my life I want you to trace with your finger like what was the emotional like roller coaster as <clears throat> time is the right. x-axis y is like emotional like Okay. Intensity. So if this is the whole thing, of yep. course this is act one, act two. I was I started off like probably in the middle because I was like nervous that it wouldn't absolutely live up to and my. You've probably seen the YouTube like the best of. Yeah. Like you would seen like the reunion. Yeah. I like I had, but the, the thing that kind of alters everything was the movie. Oh the God, movie, I could, dude. We could just the. This could just be like Miss Russell Crowe. I will never forgive you, Russell Crowe. You barrel-chested, singing, terrible dude, terrible man. Don't just look up Russell Crowe, lame. Yeah. If you ever want to just haze yourself or like punish yourself or someone else close to you, um, I, I, he's singing alongside Hugh Jackman in that opening scene. Hugh Jackman is literally carrying the mast of a ship, <laughs> and Hugh Jackman, his voice is strong, yeah, mellifluous, and. It matches Russell, the act that he's doing. Russell Crowe took me out of the like fantasy five, world I had bought tickets for and was like really looking three forward. Three minutes in. It was bad. Uh, okay, so that was, that was your previous. So I had, I, I was on a high because I was there and that happens anytime I'm in a theater. I'm just like get really excited because we were like Absolutely. pretty Presence. We're present during movies. That's why we go. Ten seconds in, I'm like at the top. <laughs> like the third note, I was just like... <laughs> I was like, because like, you know, all like, you know, it's not even, you know, all the words like, you know, like the ad libs, yeah. you know, Absolutely. everything, you know, everything. And <laughs> I was, I was just like teetering very high. The, one of the only things that kind of threw me off was like, I have this recording in my head mm-hmm. that I've heard a billion times. So in my head, I know how every single per- right. person's voice is supposed right. to sound. And so when someone's voice doesn't match up or... Or they do the inflection differently yeah, and they hold like, a r- different note. Like, why are you doing a you. run, Eponine? Yes. Like, no one asked you to, like, do a uh, Mariah run in the middle <laughs> of the, the French Revolution. <laughs> like, no one has done runs yet. <laughs> And so, like, every now and then, that would throw me off. Like, That's understandable. It's funny that my my most 
like sacred appreciation of Les Mis is a actual high school production. So but we- when I saw <laughs> a professional doing it and it reminded me of like something that was like subpar i was like this feels like a high school production i'm mad <laughs> right because i'm like this is supposed to be a hundred times better right. that's but i was like yo anna kemmel who was <laughs> <laughs> went to high school with me and is like the bomb like is a little better than her so wait were you in your high school production you were not i was in it who did you play i was a chorus member oh, and which is the dopest because <laughs> you get to be in all in the all big the scenes, numbers. Right. All the big numbers. I got to, you know, die in the barricade. Yep. Like, got to just do. Like, so, were you in like the master of the house? Like, you were like just a drunk, some like urchin, a, like a sixteen-year-old drunk <laughs> with the the, the uh, Tenardiers. Like, yes. one day more. Of course. Just like at the end, like it's oh, man. all like the like the gigantic like seventy voice scenes. Right. All of those. The closest I ever came. I was, <laughs> I did, uh, I used to do karaoke a lot, partially because I'm Filipino and that's part of the contract. But I went, I used to go to this place, Planet Rose Karaoke. It was on 14th and B. Yeah. That- Open room type of place, like what, not the place where. What year are we talking about? Like <laughs> three years ago. Okay. Three years ago. <laughs> uh, and uh, I did, <clears throat> I did a. Uh, Empty chairs at empty tables. Did you just like in the in the open room? (laughs) So like, just so you know, like this is the room where just like people buying drinks. Right. The bartender is invariably really good at karaoke, and he does songs. Like, there's a level of it's one of those places where you will not be appreciated if you are like ironically rapping. Yeah. But if you're like sincere about what you're doing. There's like a cruise ship feel to that yes. thing, where it's like all the employees are... And the captain are, is the bartender, and he's kind of yeah. like directing traffic. <laughs> but <clears throat> So you did like I did very... This, I did this, the song literally <clears throat> after, like one of the lyrics is, and all my friends are gone. Like this is after like his friends go and yes. fail to like overthrow the French But it then leads into like... Yeah, and it's ultimately pretty, somewhat triumphant, but... but like, Performed at like a, in my mind, this is like eleven thirty p.m. on a Friday. Yeah, it is like a downer. Yeah. So what I was saying before about like sincerity, I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna go in. I actually love this song. I know all the words, and uh, I'm gonna go do this, and they'll appreciate appreciate my sincerity. No one. It was like it was it was the equivalent of, of that sneaker party rapper. <laughs> People turned was, their backs. They started talking. You were the opposite of J.R. Smith. I was. I, it was and, absolutely. I was the least. I had the least. Uh, I, I. It was bad. It was bad. I. I wrote on this piece of paper that I often bring. Was it actually just an envelope? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that uh, like four things. I didn't even bring. I didn't even think about Les Mis. And now this is just a Les Mis pod. That's why I wore the shirt. I'm really happy. I you was did. filibustering until Les Mis. <laughs> yeah. like, no one really. Yo, <laughs> by the way, is anyone watching now? <laughs> anyone? I feel like we did 20 minutes on Les Mis. There's a brand. Yeah. All star Les Mis opportunity that's just like sitting there. Mm. The, one thing that happens on this podcast a lot: a lot of free ideas get through. <laughs> a lot of a lot of big buck free ideas. Must credit Rember Brown. Just like that's all you got to put. So um, let's talk basketball for like two minutes. Okay. Yeah. How – and this is not a bias or leading question. How dope are the Hawks? <laughs> you know, like the serious answer, answer to this question is 
the Hawks are great, not coincidental to this movement to kind of deify the San Antonio Spurs. Like the Spurs, and this is like across all sports, right? So like every team, if you talk to like their personnel people or their executives, they'll look to the Spurs as the model of like sustainable winning. Yeah. Perfect, like aesthetic team play. And the Hawks are better at being the Spurs than the Spurs are right now. And so you have like this weird, like critical acclaim. The coach of the Hawks who comes out of the Spurs system. Yes, former assistant to Greg Popovich. So like they're, they're, kind of really good in part because of that, but they're also now benefiting from the opening of people's eyes to, like, how amazing what the Spurs have done is. Yeah. It's, so, congratulations. It's been... That's all. I'm excited for this weekend exciting. because there's, like... like yeah, what are the Hawks' all-star plans like, do you think? I was really trying to take Al Horford to the MoMA, <laughs> <clears throat> but it just, like... The Matisse exhibit was over. <laughs> it just, like, didn't... The, our, our schedules, you know... Um, that would have been really good. It's weird because there are... Like seven of them up here. Yeah, I imagine like they brought a lot beyond like, just the four. Like a lot of people have dropped out, and whenever someone drops out of like one of the competitions, right. they just like call Dennis Schroeder. <laughs> so he's in the skills competition <laughs> right, right, now. Right. Um, Possibly a rising stars challenge. I don't know. Yeah, I'm just, like guessing that Corver things uh, to wait uh, to um, three point and is and the all star and right. the all star. It's weird. It's it's very weird. And now like like a month ago, I kind of like gave away some of my credentials to go to the game because I was like, it's also great. Now I'm like, oh, and now there's like seven Hawks involved right. on Saturday and Sunday. I need to right. find a way back in. No, it's fun. The answer is they're very good. They're really good. I think they're like as legitimate a finals contender out of anybody now that they're in the East. I mean, coming out of the East, that's... It's just like what match. happens with the Cavs. It's like that. It still yeah, comes, down to, like, comes down to Speaking of... <laughs> What up, Hollywood Reporter? Look at this guy. In case you're only listening to this, I am holding a LeBron James Hollywood Reporter magazine in which he is on the cover, and he is wearing this hat, and his beard looks nice. He just looks very dapper. That is... This is like a very... What is the rest of his body doing? In the... I feel like he may be on top of a horse. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 but in Spain, you know what I mean? Like a Spanish yeah. cowboy. If, if you do the reverse bow wow, like you zoom out, <laughs> you keep zooming out. Yes. He's just like on a donkey. <laughs> a burrow. Just like, just like finding like. But you know what? That, that's, 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 that's LeBron, man. He can that, do whatever. He can be on, LeBron could be on whatever. If LeBron called up a magazine, he would be on the cover of it. Yeah. Would, popular mechanics, he could do that. The source. National Geographic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, his beard. Like, this is the thing. This is like the the, the Drake beard. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, it's more, it feels like shadow, but it's an actual beard. Yep. And it's like completely uniform. This is the thing that I've been trying to do my whole life. And I, I just like don't know. I feel like the problem is that <clears throat> you cannot computer edit your face in real life yet oh not yet uh, yeah we don't we're, we were waiting on the budget to hire <laughs> a second guy remember this uh is, this goatee filter is really is constantly <laughs> photoshopping me like every <laughs> pixel like every second of this podcast like just like it's nice you know like it's like the uh the uh, apple photo booth application you can just like get a roller coaster <laughs> yeah. or donkey in spain or donkey in spain um one of the things before we get into the the one big thing that we plan to talk about yeah 
Uh, right. You brought up a, a very funny thing that I realize is also true. You were talking about the notes in your phone. Yeah. And so how- I, in preparation for this, ever since we agreed to do this, <laughs> I've been writing notes to myself in my iPhone. Yes. And this, writing notes to myself in my iPhone, because somehow it's automatically synced with my Gmail inbox. Well, I don't know when that happened. I don't know when but it I happened. That it happened like we, a month ago. We should probably be suspicious of the fact that that's already like just a thing. I see that, Like that's kind of a violation of some level of privacy. I don't like it. Like who's to say that my inbox for Gmail is just me? Maybe it's shared and these are my inner – anyway, so I've been writing all my thoughts into notes like at um, all hours of the day and I just print it out. But, but the point being I think my notes have reached the point where – if someone were to gain access to them, it would be more embarrassing, or as embarrassing maybe, than my Gmail inbox. With my Gmail inbox getting the edge just because I've had it since like 2007. Yeah, I, I still have a, a folder, like a sub 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 folder that is like all of like the great emails from college before my email got wiped. Right, right. Yes, fo- I forwarded a bunch from like, like, my- like it was like that period between senior week and graduation. <laughs> We had like seven time days to, to get capsule. everything before we get erased. <laughs> like those are some of the more embarrassing yeah, things. Like, like listserv emails. I'm trying to think what else is. I get like the the thing everyone says is like their draft folder right. is like the really embarrassing thing. But like notes. Um, but here's the thing about the drafts folder. Like what I do is I just send the email to myself. Okay. Like. And that just saves it. Like, I fear the draft's fe- fear that I have is that I will accidentally click discard, and then it's just yeah. – like, that's, that's more of a passive yeah. risk. That's fair. I There's a – I think one of my more embarrassing is, like, if you could just, like, find the first save of everything I've ever written in WordPress – yeah, like that. Yes. Like the oh, first, man. the first draft of everything is so wild. There's, there's this thing that I that that is now like, I believe it's sold as an app, but it's also just a thing that exists in all of our word processors, whether it's Google Doc or Microsoft Word, where you can like play back how it looks on screen, how you've written anything. Oh my god. So it's kind of like what? how do things get made, like a time lapse of an oh article. Oh, my God. And that is – like that is it's like I a, would pay to prevent people from It's like a those. way back machine for your thoughts. But like that every is, step of the way. That is so – And you could see like, oh, this is how we edited this sentence and this is – that's how he was going to start this thing and here's how long it took. That, that that's takes, like an art project also. That, that's like track changes times yes. like a billion. Yeah, like that weaponized. Is, like – because it's not seeing how someone, like, corrected you. It's, like, seeing how you corrected your Right. Like, that time when you just, like, run through the thesaurus. <laughs> and you're, like, running through five different synonyms. And you're just like, oh, I did not want to see that I actually, someone to see that I actually oh tried God. this adjective. That's, like, that might, that might eclipse. No, I don't, I, I still don't think anything truly eclipses internet history yeah on like the, I mean, the embarrassment the, but i feel like that's just like universal like everyone's yes. internet history is, is embarrassing to the point where that's the one thing where we actually like clean up after ourselves like, like, none, of, none of the stuff i'm saying that's terrifying i'm doing anything to prevent yeah. internet history i'm like oh yep i'm going to delete this for in case yeah. my computer's stolen also just like i i I've, I've just grown to assume that this is true 
that like Google Chrome, like like Google Incognito. Yes, complete right. fake, right? I mean, it, it seems, I mean, it seems like the placebo effect of internet like, browsers. Ah, no one can right. Oh man, like Jeez. a complete ruse. <laughs> like, I just in case you thought that like all that stuff was secret, I. I I've seen course, no proof. Of course it's not. I mean, at the point at which, like, the Samsung smart TVs are now listening to what we're saying, and we're just, like, tacitly consenting to that. I don't see why. the inc- like, who's, who's that? Have we asked? No. What the yeah. incognito does? We were, no, we're like, oh, no, no, no. Well, but, the colors of the browsing window is blue. It's blue. <laughs> and, and because it's blue, it means that no one can ever see this. this by the way, CSI, Bow Wow, these are all... These are all episodes. We like <laughs> these are all episodes. Okay, fun reveal. We're the showrunners for CSI <laughs> Cyber, and we just leaked the first episode. <laughs> a Google, they like find a killer by tracing the document changes, and then they have to go and figure out what his email history and his and the incognito thing turns out to be fake. There's a scene where it's like they're like, oh, he he like only used incognito, and then there's like, and then Bow Wow's in the corner. He's like, it's not real, <laughs> and then they enhance Bow Wow. I hope that show is just Bow Wow being like the weird hero around like minute 36 where they like can't figure something out. He's like, right, Bow Wow. Ever know. Bow Wow is the Deus Ex Machida <laughs> of every episode. It's like, we haven't really figured out how this is going to work. Just have Bow Wow solve it. Another free idea. One, the one thing that we both. Uh, kind of wanted to talk about was it's a very it's a very internety thing that happened yeah. this week. Internety with potential use for yeah. non-internety people. Yes, also like an internety thing that became like a worldwide trending topic. I don't even I don't Did really, it really know trend. Yeah. Oh wow! It was this um this like people giving advice to young writers yep. or and then it just kind of became to writers yep. and some people were taking it very seriously other people were trolling it which is how all things should go i mean the the world of media did you do high school speech and debate at all i did not okay did you yes and the thing that this reminds me of is high school speech and debate. Okay. How Where, so? Okay. So you have, like, extroverts and introverts. You have, like, people who are all competitive. You have people whose name and face are attached to their work. But mostly you have people who are sincerely – like, I think everybody is secretly, sincerely passionate about the activity. And yes. the question is how much you reveal mm-hmm. that passion and how and how the internet mediates that. And in, in real life, it's kind of like – you know, and, and by the way, you also show up to like an actual cafeteria and like converge yes. and you have like yes. the clicks of the cafeteria. Yeah. But the question is, how sincere are you about, you know, like the, the even using the word craft is something that just made me kind of like instinctively gag. But yeah. secretly, like I'm like, oh, yeah, this is like something where that has value to me. I completely I mean, going back to what we just talked about, about the embarrassment of seeing how something comes yeah, together. Yeah, precisely, right. It is, it, it may be a very haphazard craft at times. Yes. But it's and, a craft nonetheless. Yeah, and a craft that you can take too seriously, absolutely. 100%. But, but it is like, you know, the, I think more people in this world are coming from a place of like sincere nerdery than anyone would like to admit. Yeah, I completely agree. I, when that, uh, this all stemmed from an article 
uh, right. or two articles, I think. The there Felix was, Salmon. Uh, Felix Salmon from Fusion. Right. And <clears throat> um, I think Ezra, Ezra Klein, maybe. From yeah, yeah, he had a response. Right, yeah. Right, right, right. Anyway, they, uh, um, they both wrote pieces that had to do with giving the, – the idea of giving advice to right. young writers. And like the first one was like kind of – it was like pretty like pessimistic. It was like kind of anti like – Kind of stay away from this field, like you know, it was it was right. kind of Debbie Downerish. I yes. think is a good way yes. to put it. <laughs> and I got kind of I got kind of upset. It just like rubbed me the wrong way. So I like I tweeted out my email address. Yeah, how's that worked out? I got like fifty emails, <laughs> and I completely support every single person that like emailed me. And that and that. How many have you responded to? I've responded to four. Yes, but I'm going to respond to all of them. I am in a similar – so I have my email address in my Twitter bio. Yes. And email address. Okay. And uh, and I get, like, you know, emails, and I really – again, from the place of sincerity that I talked about, like, I want to respond to all of them. I have failed miserably at responding yeah. to probably a ratio that's about 4 in 50. Mm-hmm. But, like, this conversation is basically committing me to yeah. responding well, to yeah, all of them. It's on the tape now. Yeah. Um, but – one thing I do feel, and is it's weird. I think I've gone through a full cycle of this, where you know, at times I feel, depending on who I'm comparing myself to, I either feel very removed from not having a job or being in college <laughs> trying right, to figure out right, what right. a career was, or I feel very close to it. Like, I, or I, I don't like saying symp- like sympathetic, but like I just get it. It's yeah. so, like I get that world of being like I don't know what step one is outside of throwing an email out in the dark. Right. Like there are people who remain nameless that I interact with in a very colleague-like mm-hmm. way today that I sent emails to in 2008, 2009. And it worked. Some of them worked. A lot of them didn't. And you don't hold grudges. And I don't hold grudges because I get – the kind of the crapshoot right. nature of the response back, and how, and just email is, in many ways, just the worst. Yeah, I mean, but I take I take it like if I get a response from uh, via email, or if I get a response via Twitter, I take the email one more seriously. Yeah, because like just I I I generally don't like having back and forths on Twitter. Right, but. With email, it's like I really – like I did it like I think two months ago. I dragged like 30 of them into a folder and like on a Saturday, I was like, I'm going to write back to every single person. And you did that. And I did that. Wow. It was very – like, do that. We should all do that. Everyone should, should I think that. we should all do it. Also, the other thing is like I don't – like I, I found myself taking them – I, I – I found myself taking them seriously, but not feeling the need to be serious. Like I didn't right. want to just like have a template response that I could give to all 30 people because they were all kind of like different questions. So like the idea of responding, I wanted to actually be in a mindset where I wasn't just blasting through all 30. Like, yes, I wanted to get through all of them because I like my inbox very as close to zero as possible because I'm like have I've some OCD, that, but I also didn't want it to come off like I was like 
like so serious. Like I didn't want to come back being like, well, here's my advice. Like, I think in most of them, I was like, I don't really feel comfortable just giving advice. And that's the big thing to me too, is like, oftentimes I will read this email that I get sent and it's like flattering number one to just get an email because somebody yes. thinks you have like some sort of ad- wisdom about something, yes. which is relatively new for me. And the idea that yeah, there's kind of like a paralyzing difficulty in, again, as much as I think I had a similar reaction to the fusion story, which was quite pessimistic. Yeah. You know, it's really hard to give concrete, like, you know, here is the linear path to something. Yeah. But that, I mean, anyway, yeah. Did you, did you do uh, journalism in no. undergrad? No, no, I was uh, going to be <laughs> going to law school. Like, I was... I majored in sociology. I wrote a thesis. Yes. So, yo, sociology major. I, I think that that's my only advice. Just be a soci major. It's just interesting. It's just interesting. And like, you don't really, I, I didn't take a lot of tests. All I did was write papers. Yeah, a lot of papers. I had to take statistics because I did yeah. a thesis that was ultimately about. Shout out to Stata. Yes. Yo, shout out oh, Stata. I, but in my thesis, I literally shouted out Stata. That's it. And the woman who taught me how to use it. That's great. But I wrote a thesis on child homicide in America, which is like a not anything to do with sports kind Mm -hmm. of a topic but that was kind of like i wanted to do something involving criminal justice or government or something like that but but i was an intern at sports illustrated yeah at their website and so i got to write clips i had my name attached to stuff yeah like that's how it started that's awesome i have the only piece of advice i i like and i i have i think this popped up in lots of the emails that i wrote back because, but I understand why <clears throat> why it's so difficult. Is I think as time goes on, it gets harder and harder to convince yourself to practice writing for no one. Yeah, because like everything is completely linked with broadcasting. Right, and right, like right, even though even though I still feel like in the grand scheme of things, young and like fresh in terms of how long I've been doing this it does like I've had conversations with people in college or like right out of college and when I tell them about what my like 2010 life was which was just like writing a thousand words every day and just like putting it on WordPress (laughs) they're like what they're like well how did people like how did you get people to notice like because Twitter wasn't like as much of a thing I was like I didn't. I didn't know. Right. It's like I guess I'll just keep writing, and it's like it's a, like a foreign concept. Yeah. No. This is what like the notes are. Like, yeah. It's me like writing down sentences that have some significance, maybe ultimately nonsensical significance, but some significance at the time. I also think like with like the notes thing, like that that's, and I and I had to stop. I actually, I started doing this, and then I realized there was some there's some bad in it. The stuff that I would cut out, there was like, there would be times where like I would just cut out good stuff from a piece because it just like, it didn't work. Right. And I would delete it. But like a couple months ago, I realized that like some of that stuff like might find its way into something else. And like that's the same way with my note. Like I've like been on the subway just like 
something popped into my head and I just like wrote two paragraphs and then forgot about it and then something happened. Absolutely. And I was like, wait, wait, wait. And like, you just have to go through yeah, that. You can, and you can search. I mean, that's yeah, the thing. That's like, the thing. I have stories I work on. Like, I'm just like, if I have a thought that I think is good at all, I will write it down and then so I can bring it up once my brain gets sort of reminded later. Yeah. It's a, uh, I think it's, it is, it is weird to I was thinking about this in terms of like journaling and diary stuff. Right, 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 right. Like I, I was I was trying to convince myself I needed to get back into like kind of keeping a kind of a tally of my daily thoughts, but I realized that like most of like what I do day in and day out, like between like my Gchat history, my email history and my text history like I can pretty much find <laughs> anything yes. about how I thought about it's like your Samsung hmm. TV has your voice recordings. <laughs> it's like how did I like what was going on in my head when the second Drake album came out? <laughs> like I could like think of a couple keywords and like it like 10 cho- 10 emails would pop yeah, up. I'd be like, "Oh, it's like if you ever go to like Wolfram Alpha." Yeah. And you can look up what the weather was like on any day. That's, I've, I've You're like, oh, this is my emotional – this is like where I was in my yeah. life when this thing happened to oh, me. Oh, slush on the ground. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was in a really terrible yeah, If mood. you layer the weather plus my Gmail archive, like you'll get 85% of what my brain was doing that day. So, um, yeah, this was great. Thank you. I think I, I think Is this – are we done? I think we – um. <laughs> let me check. Oh, last – no, we're not done. One last thing. Yeah. We were talking about um, what we thought our our, uh, um, our jobs and lives would yeah, be. Yeah, that's, that's actually and that's, that was supposed to be. Yeah, what, that was the, the whole thing. We I talked. believe the text message from you was, uh, <laughs> "Let's start it off with talking about what we think our jobs will be like in ten years." I, I did send that text because you were you were you brought that up because you were insinuating something about robots. Yeah, I mean not and not even robots, but artificial intelligence. Okay. And this is so part of the like. Let's bury this time capsule kind of idea. There are, I mean, and by the way, this is kind of like in the news now. We have self-driving cars and the Uber versus Google thing and how we're all going to be driven around by automated vehicles. And a friend of mine just sent me a link to a story that was about how a poetry journal Uh accepted a poem that was written by a computer, like the first one. Damn it. Damn it. Which is an amazing art project, by the way. If you were ever going to automate poetry but like there are very smart people like elon musk yes like smart pretty smart but like tony stark like real life actually like Mm -hmm. tony stark yeah saying that within five to ten years and this is like i guess more than just elon musk like very smart people and also elon musk are saying essentially within decades we will have artificial intelligence that is not only general in the sense that it is equivalent to a human brain yeah but super intelligent which means that they will be intelligent in a way that our brains cannot comprehend it's like lucy it's like they will be able to use 100 percent of their brain much in the way that like a dog does not know it's a dog (laughs) like we will not be able to know what's happening like that is the where we are in that like evolutionary chain and this is going to be within like decades so like 10 years is definitely on the board yeah. And so will any of us even like 10 years like th- this is just a story that needs to be talked about probably perpetually. 
it's it's something that reminds you that uh, not everything is sustainable. Yeah, like what's what harm will technology bring to us? I don't know. Maybe just a thing that, in the sake of efficiency, eliminates everyone. Like that's honestly a real. That's not even like a. That's real. I mean, it's, it's hilarious and it's real. It's real. It's like a okay. Well, at what point? Like. I don't want to. I don't want to think of my backup plan with a year with a year out <laughs> of being replaced by artificial intelligence. Like right. I, I, I need to be on like age thirty eight, plan B now. Right. Like I need to get some 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 actual like some some skills. Like I need to know how to like, Farm. like build. <laughs> They, but also, like, they could definitely farm better than us, Of too. course. That's the thing. So like, it's like, what's, what's left? <laughs> Nothing. This is what I'm saying. Do we all just go on vacation? <laughs> like, you need to. I mean, honestly, there is no escape. Like, what? I'm not. Like, that's what, what, that's what Elon do? Musk is saying. It's an exponential threat. Wait, I got it. I think once we're just pretty much replaced in all the occupations, we just, like, just, like, love each other. <laughs> We just like that. Like, the only thing we can do better than an artificial, an artificially intelligent thing is just like have love. Right. This is, by the way. Wow, dude. Wow. CSI Bow Wow season finale. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we find out the whole time Bow Wow was a robot. <laughs> They're like, oh. Damn, that's how we have the answers all the time. He's actually like, he's like the first prototype. Oh my Listen, god! The, but but love like and non technological things, that's kind of all we got. We should probably like think about that in a very serious in the in the same way that like one of my theories. This is not an uncommon theory, but like the, one of the few things that can unite the planet mm-hmm. is like an alien invasion. Yeah, like that's like the most linear way to kind of like get everybody to stop caring about what's going on. In I their I lives. mean ID four Independence Day. Right, of course. Yeah, of course. so. This is kind of like that, which is that, ironically, as much as it's compelling in, like, culture, and we have, like, Lucy and all these movies and her and all this stuff, yeah. no one's actually just, like, thinking about it. The, the weird thing is the difference between this and an alien invasion is, like, we, we are the ones <laughs> right. creating it. Like, that's, I like, mean, we, we, we're... We're, like, subbing ourselves out. Right. And if you subscribe to the theory of, like, existence as, like, a cosmic joke... Yeah. That's pretty much, like, the funniest cosmic yeah. joke possible. It's like, how, how did how did they invade us? Oh, like, we... Oh, we, we just created we, the things we that... We helped... We basically gave them everything they yeah, needed. Yeah, we gave them life, and they destroyed us. I mean, I guess I'm into it. Like, <laughs> I get. I mean, because... I have to assume, like, if that happens, like, poverty doesn't exist anymore or something. Or Here's like... the thing, like, right, the question of will they be benevolent or malicious. Oh, but that, see, that gets into the whole thing of, like, then, like, once we create them, they, like, go rogue. Well, and are, like, right. enslave us. Right, like, and that's... what if the mandate is maximize efficiency <clears throat> and human beings are deemed inefficient? And we can't argue with them. They're, like, operating on a consciousness above us. Like, this is... Like, like they know what we're going to argue before we even say absolutely. it. Absolutely. And they just like – And they've like accounted for that. And it happens before we even like really have a chance to understand it's happening. You know, I, I take back everything I just said. This can't happen. <laughs> <laughs> we can't let this happen. Um, like 
We got as you said, all those smart people and Elon Musk. I think we need to send all of them to prison. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like mandating. So we are ending the podcast on the note of anybody who's really intelligent. We need to imprison. I on the on the smart scale, if. Elon Musk and his friends are a 10. Yes. I, I, I will put myself at a 3. Yeah, same. Absolutely. Anyone over 5 needs to be in prison. <laughs> Pablo, thank you for coming. On the I'm podcast. glad we did this. Uh, this was great. Uh, Rembrandt Explains. See you next time. Thank you for listening to Grantland. To hear more Grantland shows in your earballs, subscribe to Grantland Sports and Grantland Pop Culture on iTunes. Or go to grantland.com and click on podcast.